it's probably canonically gotten a prosthetic sound by now. Yeah. I mean, uh, only if he's good about his personal care. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford. We are Real Play 5th Edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We focus on narrative-driven storytelling. My name is Jameson Oxford. I said that already. I am your Dungeon Master. Playing with me today is Jeffrey Lusk. Hi, I'm Jeff. I am your uh, Crestkin Rogue, Raisk. Absolutely. Playing with him as well is Ryan Santos. Hey, it's me. I'm Ryan. I play Nine. Uh, she is a Warforged Artificer, and I make the thing, and sometimes I do the shoot, eventually. Doing a pew. Do the pew pew. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Mitchell Travis. Hi, guys. I play Adairu, who plays Halor, who is a barbarian, who plays a druid. Okay. Yeah, uh, today, something right up the druids alley. We are going to be playing Werewolf, I've decided. We talked about it in chat, which is our uh, behind-the-scenes little chat where very little gets done, but you get to know us a little better. Uh, so and little we decided that we in this last chat. They decided they wanted to be furries, so we're going to play Werewolf today. Jay you know? decided. We decided. We wanted Makes sense. Furries. I'm sorry, but... I don't understand the distinction you just made. Anyway. So much furry talk in the intros these days. There is a lot of furry talk. We're, fur- we're furry-centric lately. Without further ado. It's a Deiru. Without further ado, thank you, Mitch, for joining us. You're no longer needed. <laughs> Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black powder. Black powder. He says, I, I don't care, go, yes. Fucking find water for the men. We will. F- we, we are almost at the river, why are we worried? Ather just looks around kind of uncomfortably, and like the dudes, mm-hmm. uh, brah. The men see and hear Vivaldi kind of dismissing the idea of getting them water. They, they watch this. Lord seems to think everyone is the same in the privacy. I know that's not true. People like Aderu needed to be true because the truth is too complicated to deal with. If you are willing to kill people who do not deserve it, you can get a lot done. The trick is finding a way to minimize that if you are trying to change your world. Dulf and Thrud will be taking care of the 40 men you sent west. Good. That's why they sent them there. And when they're done, they will come for this one next. I will tell them that you have lost your mind. You question a dog and it whimpers at your heel. You question a wolf and you get bit. Consider whether you really choose to decide what kind of candid I am today. You are not the leader of this pack. I am in no pack. I am dispatched alone as always. I am given order and I follow it. You said to procure this blade, and so I have. And there he draws out the sword. What happened? I'd be having a bit of trouble with me old family. They'd be a bit short of the sight. Want to talk about burning things to the ground? from a broken circle member. And I move towards the camp. The only thing I be having to say in my defense is think about the number of nights you be sleeping where I be sleeping and the number of nights we both be waking. If I was like them, one of us wouldn't be here to be talking this day. I turn back to look at you and I narrow my eyes and I go, one of us indeed. Thirty-eight years ago, a construct was made. A complicated thing, not the first of their kind, but refined after several previous attempts, eight previous attempts to be exact, until the crafting of the thing itself had reached the limits of what their creator's mortal hands could accomplish. It was with this knowledge that this construct was made, with the abilities and tools necessary 
to help an artificer go beyond their previous abilities. Number nine, as it was designated, came online in a small laboratory, surrounded by blueprints and work tables, a carefully catalogued and clean space filled with tools, devices, and the raw energy of creativity. Number nine's primary purpose was to help their creator, a human woman who liked to talk to themselves and their work when no one was around. This included cleaning, lifting, and being an extra set of hands and eyes on complicated projects. Number nine was gifted with speech as well. As the construct learned, it was to use that knowledge to communicate back to the creator, functioning as a sounding board, helping with the creative process necessary for their work. As number nine spoke and learned, they began to think. The creator seemed joyful at the successful model capable of its own computations. Number nine did not remember the first project that it worked on, but the creator's voice and the information gathered from years in the workshop began to give number nine a rising intelligence. The maker found this intelligence suited their work well and spent much time conversing. Number nine did not begin aware. Years of programmed robotic duty continued on. Countless designs, other constructs, large devices of stone and steel, and one million vibrant conversations on how best to achieve a common goal whereby. And the information slowly became something that remained in their consciousness. Memories began to form, memories of working in the shop side by side with her creator, memories of a previous time performing her one purpose, to create with the maker. One day, number nine helped the maker finish one final project, another construct like her. The next day, she was told by the maker that she had a new project. She was to work with a dwarf named Underbrew until she was no longer needed by him. She told number nine to follow his orders. That evening was the last time she saw her maker. Cool. We're starting off with a nine story this time. Fun. So, Nine. Hi. Your compatriot, we'll call them, because I, I don't know if you can call them friends nowadays, have been gone for a couple hours, and you've been left alone with just Foe leading the horses and the men. You guys are still ahead by a hundred or so feet, but you've been listening to Vivaldi. Like, uh, Vivaldi, you can hear in the back, has been trying to galvanize the very tired men to catching up with you. Did you want to do anything in that time before Marmot Dew becomes canon? I would like to go back before Marmot Dew became canon, so I'm going to give you that chance. Uh, yeah, sure. I would like to talk to the only motherfucker that didn't leave me behind, which is Foe. Who, me? Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> Damn. So hostile. Hey, uh, oh? Yes, Nine. Am I weird? Um. Could you be more specific? Is it, is it weird to want to go and check on someone that I care about? No, it would not be weird for any person to want to check on someone they cared about. It wouldn't be weird for a person to do that? Yes. And I'm not a person. I am, I'm a, a, ro a, a construct? Yes, you are a construct. Whether you're not a person might be a more complicated question. Everything that I know about how you function, my answer would be that you are not a person. But, 
like if if something happened to like or if you hadn't heard from the person that you know you weren't made but like birthed you and she wants to know if they're okay you hadn't heard about them for a long time <laughs> well you have you've, you've got parents I would imagine well yes my but my father was a much different man um my I don't know where my mother is, but my father was an abusive father. It took me a lot of time to find that out, but, uh... But you have someone, at least there's someone that, like, cared for you out there, right? Yes, I should hope. Wouldn't you want to check on them if they were, I mean, gone? I... yes, of course. So why is it weird that I want to? It is weird that you want anything. Does it have to be? I don't know, and I, I don't know if this is just some sort of simulation gone awry in your magic. I don't know if this conversation uh, registers for you the way it will with me. I, it, sh- it should be different. Maybe it is not, but I am not an artificer. You would be the first one, you are the first one, to make me question such. If your plan is to leave us so that you can go check on this person you are worried about, The only thing that I will say is two things. One, that person would not, if they care for you the same way you care for them, wish for you to endanger yourself. And two, the person you are looking for, I know to be the safest person in Santitas. Really? Yeah. Santitas is dangerous. But I would not be worried about Martha. Okay. I think that you will have much to grow accustomed to upon your return. Thank you. If you wanted to leave, I could open the cage. I could say you broke free and overpowered me. Is that what you want? Consider it a final repayment for being nice so long ago. I think I can wait a little while longer. I'm happy to hear that. As uh, that conversation wraps up, you actually see Rayusk and uh, Aderu come back over the over the hill. And everybody drinks some marmot. It's deeply upsetting. You watch. Told them they weren't gonna like it. Huh? Is that safe? A Daru? <laughs> it is safer than nothing. Uh, excuse me, I have to roll a shit ton of disease checks. <laughs> I'll let you know. I roll. imagine it's rolling for dysentery. Uh, All right. Well, everyone seems okay. Winning. Okay. I'm part of that, everyone, so fantastic. Few of the people keck. Oh, you gotta roll your own save. Go ahead and give me a con save if you're drinking marmot blood. <laughs> I, I have to. I'm no, you don't. You have the cup, cut. right? Doesn't he have the cup? Oh, you don't have to drink. Yeah, you're oh, not. No. You're people not. are just lifting up their marmots above the head and just wringing them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, the men are uh, desperate. I have, Y'all I can have make your choice. Well, No, 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 you gotta drink from Eric, so you're like not in the same boat as everybody else. You're about to be. Oh, you will oh, get a level oh, yeah, of exhaustion like tonight, but... Then I'll save my marmot, I guess. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to drink it. Oh my god! But I will. Yeah, it's de- definitely save that save that marmot for later. You know, that's hey, the nice it, thing I, about marmot do is that you can you can share or you can though, save right? it for later. It's not alive. It it'll just it'll be fine just sitting there, right? Uh, no, I, it's got to be alive. Are you kidding me? No, just, yeah, it helps no, preserve it. You want to keep the immune system running as long as possible. Yeah, I'm I would imagine. Honestly, I would imagine so. It will, Colonel. Yeah. I'm going to say this, and uh, Will you guys can just make your best guess as to whether your DM is kidding or not, that every day the DC will go up. 
if it's dead, because, <laughs> you know, it starts to go bad. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep that. You got to keep that immune system running. But also, if it's like, if you wait and it like rots a bit, that's mm-hmm. more liquid. That's. Oh, God. Ugh. It's more solid. I'll tell you that fucking much. I'm just saying. So blood the curdles. blood will actually curdle. Yeah. First. Um, so we're done. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, can I go there all day? One, huh? <laughs> uh, there cracks open a war one with the boys. That's a 21. Bite the top off like it's a cork? Yeah. Just, uh-huh. No, just pull uh, out his hatchet and just whack. 16. And then... It's uh, horrible. It's uh, not great to choke down. It is uh, not a clean Speak animal. Speak for yourself. I mean, Adaru can treat it yeah, however he wants. He's actually speaking for me. Yeah, I'm speaking for Reyes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, you can tell me how you feel about drinking the blood of an animal, but, like, that animal is particularly not ideal for this. It's just, it's what you got. But it does yeah. take the edge off the thirst, which hasn't been clawing at you the way it the, uh, is the other men. You watch the other men. They get hmm, scary at the way they, like, you see a lot of them look at it, as if it's, like, something distasteful or nasty, and then the moment their lips touch liquid, you watch them get that vampire thirst going on, and it gets a little frightening to watch somebody's biology take over what they're doing. Yeah, Reyes being, like, very, uh, shark-like, I think that he has eaten up until this point in front of other people, like, regular human food, he's humanoid, it looks right. Sure. Um, so this instance where he could look more like an animal... I think he's cognizant of that. So he walks away from them mm. when he does it. Because, like, it's just going to be weird. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't really have lips either. Yeah, so it's going to be messy. Gonna be, like, messy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. So, chugs it down. walks away. Alright, we drank the marmots. That's more time than the marmots deserve. Adaru yeah. is going to capitalize on this, because I don't remember how many we got, and I don't remember how many dudes we had left, but I know it wasn't enough. It was like three men or four men that didn't get one? Yes. Uh, so, uh, Adaru is going to report back to Vivaldi. Uh, Sir, I would like to requisition use of the mechanical beast. We have men that will not make it otherwise. If we have it pull, then perhaps they make it. What do you mean requisition the be- the- what? What- what do you want? Once again, he is- he seems to be like- he's in the back of that one cart. He is still digging through shit, and uh, it looks like he's just finishing up, and he's looking very angry. As he turns to you, Adaru, you see something behind his eyes you've never seen before. And it is a rage that, as you see it, you realize it's always been there, but now it's not hiding. I said that I believe if we utilize our assets more efficiently, we can save more of the men. There are a handful who I was not able to buy additional transit time. You want to reactivate number nine and let it out? I want to utilize all the tools at our disposal, yes. We've contained it once before, we could contain it again if need be. Have the men you give liquid to pull the cut for the others then. She stays in her cage. Or better yet... Maybe we just have some of our men leave behind the others, or kill them. We will not be dragged behind by those who cannot go forward. I will instruct the men of your decision. I will have them select which ones to leave behind. Do it. And uh, there awaits like an hour for people to, you know, pat back up a little bit from their marmot do. 
I kind of wish that I wasn't pretending to be activated just so I could like randomly chirp at Vivaldi and just fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> Nine's like a smoke alarm. She's just chirping randomly in the cart. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Fucking low batteries. Literally chirping. What is that? Yeah, I know. I love that he took it literally, but that's even better, honestly. <laughs> right? Will somebody replace the Nine. batteries in that damn thing? Nine just got bored and she's just like making weird <laughs> robot noises because so. nobody knows better. All right. So, Adair, what do you do? I let Vivaldi burn. Um, Adair musters the men and uh, he doesn't summon Vivaldi. And uh, I need a moment of everyone's time before we resume march. Did you get four, like, four more? Uh, me and, and, and the guys here, we didn't get ours. No. And I just wanted to. What? Reyesk and I were unable to find more for you. Uh, that's. that's I am sorry, friends. Hey, I just heard a uh, uh, a wild chicken. Maybe we could catch that and I drink him. Is that all right? No, no, that that's a hentar. You don't want to fuck with that. That's that. Are you sure? I am we very, are not strong enough for that. Thirsty. We need two, three more levels minimum. I am sorry, friends. C three P four and I we were unable to find enough for everyone. That's 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 okay. That's that's okay. You got everyone else one. We'll just give you some time. I can, I can make it a little long longer. It's fine. I can wait. Right? Yes, of course. Yes, that was uh, actually the directive. Is that you can wait here until you die. What? You see? Your uh, commanding. And all the men just sort of start sighing each other. The four dudes who are kind of separated go. What? What? What do you mean? And he speaks to all of the men, and he says, uh, "Yes, per your commanding officer." Uh, we are to leave behind the weak, so as to not slow down those who are healthy. Uh, I do not encourage this, but it is our orders. No, no, no! You, you can't, you can't do this. You, you can't do this to us. We'll die. What do you mean? We, we'll, we'll keep up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yes, uh, I had requested to use uh, the automaton as additional pulling force, but it was not a desirable operation, and, and I apologize. Perhaps if uh, you, we work together, we can belay your demise long enough to find you something to consume. I do not wish to see you demise. We, we'll, we'll keep up. He looks at the other three and they nod. They, they, that being said, all other men have lost their half-speed penalty, and these men have not. But they are adamant that they'll keep up. And uh, just to really to really drive this all home, uh, I think it is important that we do what we can, so that uh, more men are not forced to be left behind. That is how we have been instructed to proceed. So Daru, uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. I think that's a 10. Okay. On top of that, give me an insight. That was a 10. I swear to fuck. It's an 11. It's an 11. 11. I rolled an 8 twice. <laughs> okay. I will give you the benefit of your of your uh, passive, uh, which is a 13. So, something you pick up from the men, when you say that, you get... I'm, I'm sure Adaru feels like they're gonna be indignant at that idea, right? That, that was what you'd assume. Yeah. But you watch these men who have grown up in the primacy and have been trained to be primacy soldiers take what you said and Vivaldi's orders with a terrifying stoicism you watch the 19 men that you saved stop looking at the four men as if they're already dead and gone and it's it, you just watch the the societal training kick in that your these men are going to bring the primacy down but uh, every opportunity, every, every change brings new opportunity. Absolutely. And Adairu just <laughs> falls back with the four men and uh, 
We are really going to leave you behind. Yes. No, because we're, we're going to keep up, yes. If we had a new commanding officer, I am sure orders could be amended. And then there just catches up with the rest of the men. Okay. You guys start moving forward for the rest of the day. Eventually, everybody does reach the end of their their rope, so to speak. You guys tra- uh, We're traveling at night, right? That was actually something we have done a poor job of describing, that we move to a, a more evening walk. Yeah, rest, rest during the hot part. Yeah. Move during the cool part. The more natural animal transportation method. As everyone sort of uh, starts to stop for the final night, because you guys lost a lot of time, but now you're only about a half day away from the river. Everybody does their final camp that they feel, because everybody can feel that they'll make it. Even the four men at the, at the back, who you guys left behind hours ago, they they think they can make it. You know, they're trying to muscle their way through. You guys make camp that night. And, uh, well, what little camp you guys make nowadays, because nobody really bothers at this point. What do you do? I need to talk to the robot. I, um, I don't, I don't know exactly what Reisk does. I think Reisk... I think Reisk stays uh, kind of uncharacteristically close to foe and maybe not even foe. Actually, I think he stays uncharacteristically close to Halor. He knows more. He knows something's up and he doesn't like being caught off guard. Sure. So Reyes sticks near Halor tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Not hard to do. <laughs> Halor is just sort of circling around through people. But it is obvious that Halor is on edge, which you haven't really seen before. Anxiety is a new thing to witness from Halor. So as people start making camp, uh, I, I grab Rask and uh, I head over to Nine. And uh, I just I speak frankly to Nine in front of uh, Foe, because I don't care anymore. And Rask, because we cool, we homies. And uh, we are going to be attacked soon. They will set upon us, but they will not strike at Nine. They fear it. The Broken Circle. Yes. They will seek to strike at us, likely now when we are at rest and we are tired. But they will not engage the the automata if they do not have to. Do you know how many? No. I engaged with three personally, under the command of one, a small one. There is likely a handful. We do not operate in large grouping. Too easy to track, too easy to counter-strike. Would they risk a direct attack? They may, but not not with nine, not with the guns. It's too much. The musket, the automata. They are things we know to fear. But if so. we leave if we leave nine unattended, I promise you, sabotage will occur. So they will attempt to start picking us off covertly. If possible, yes, as we rest, most likely. Starting with the weakest, one would assume. Possibly. There are different ways to pursue. On one hand, the weak are easy to take care of. But on the other hand, you waste your element of surprise taking out something that is not real threat. If I am going to have opportunity to remove a factor, I remove strongest factor first. You only remove strongest factors. If you know, you will be caught after your first attack. I am a great example of one who knows how to take out the weaker forces without alerting the strong. I expect them to be more direct in future engagements. 
it is personal. And perhaps we use that as opportunity. If and when they attack, it give us reason to reactivate nine. I have no reason to contain it. Only for facade. And if facade grows weary for all of us. Have I noticed the way that uh, Vivaldi has sort of treated the idea of nine being active? Oh yeah. No, he's not quiet. Anytime the, the conversation of Nine has come up, Vivaldi like, practically yells at people. E- everyone is very aware that Nine is the only thing in this camp that Vivaldi gives a shit about. Do you truly think that Vivaldi would be okay with the idea of activating Nine from what sounds like a threat to only his men? I lean over to Nine and I go, This plan... This idea puts heavy emphasis on you. What are your thoughts, Nine? I'm fine playing, uh, I guess, dead for as long as you need me to. But is there anything you need me specifically to do when they attack us? Your presence alone should be a significant dissuasion from engagement. I imagine engagement will avoid where you are. But do not become isolated. If if I felt that I had the advantage in my palm, I would seek to destroy you first. And they will do the same. You are the thing we fear most here. I still don't understand why, but okay. Do you intend to pretend to keep me caged? For now, Vivaldi has made it clear that this facade must be maintained. But I am sure that soon we will be provided opportunity to reevaluate the situation. So I'm just going to be waiting to be let out, then? Unless we can find some sooner method, I I suppose so. I want to take this opportunity to look around. Like, really look around. Who's noticing us? If anybody. Roll perception. And Adairu turns to Saf. And if Vivaldi takes issue with what we do here, I know four men that could use his liquids. Nineteen. Um, so, Reisk, you, uh, you see that the men don't give a shit. They're still tired. Like, when it comes time to crash, they all actively crash. But Vivaldi has stopped working on searching his shit, and he is looking over at y'all. And you're not sure how long he's been looking at you. It should be made aware that Vivaldi is watching us closely right now. There he pulls out his sword and just pokes Nine with it a couple times. Gives her the old, you dead poke. (laughs) Puts it I, back in his scabbard. I, I, I lean to a side. <laughs> Give a performance check with advantage. <laughs> All right, hold that. Let me pull out my stats. Uh, you can choose whoever wants to do the actual roll. Well, I've got a plus two. How do you want to run it, Ryan? I mean, I it's I I leaned over, so I it's a performance on me. <laughs> Play dead. Oh my god, that's a nat one. With advantage, he did give you advantage. Did you? Yes. Okay, thank yes, God. I gave you advantage because you have aid from from Adira. Oh my god, it's a nat twenty. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. Perfect balance. Hot damn. Fantastic. Yeah, you you fall over. There's even, like, a chunk of you that looks like it falls off that's still attached, but it, like, falls off like like it's not attached properly. Looks like it hangs outside the cage. You just see Vivaldi's (laughs) eyes flash and look back away, and he walks off like he's gonna go for a stroll or some shit. Jesus Christ, that was so clutch right now. So they will attack us. During the day while we try to sleep. I expect they will attack us uh, for, yes. 
Yes, the answer is yes. But when we make it to the river, they will be waiting in ambush. They know we need water. So it is good we be rested. So should we take shifts or just sleep? I believe we should sleep in group. And we should speak with men. Let them know. It is better if everyone is prepared for attack. That way, they are not caught by surprise. We have not seen them attack during the day yet. How many days have you seen me travel by your side? Every one of them is a day that the circle has attacked you. Well... We take opportunity where it is provided. Time of day matters not. Maybe more or less beneficial, but matters not. Then we should take separate watches from your mate. Sure. Who wishes to watch first? And seeing that we're right next to nine still. Nine, will you be able to take a watch while remaining to look deactivated? I won't be able to be very alert, but I can summon one and two, if that is helpful. I then, because this is really what I started to ask what Vivaldi was looking for, I then, again, make sure that Vivaldi's not looking. He's not there. My, ha- my hands and fingers elongate. One and two are summoned. I can bring out Walker too if you want him. Yes. Okay. He's not as, like, alive as these two, but, you know, he'll do stuff. Is that a Walker in your pocket, Risk, or are you just happy to see me? Yep. All right. So, Walker's out. I actually want to see if I can hide Walker under the the carriage. Jay? Whatever cool it is. With that. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he can be tying your walker right now. He kind of has to be to be in my yeah, leg anyway. Yeah, so. where, where do you want him to go? You want him to be under the, the, like, you just want him to walk under there? What do you want to do? I mean, I don't know what his walking speed is. If it's <laughs> slower than this thing moves. I mean, we're resting. So we're yeah, resting. as yeah. long as it's just hide him equal under two there. or greater than just zero. hide him under there. That's it. I just want to hide him so you can, can't see him. Can, can we canonically give walker spider climb? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you just want him to hide underneath the, the, the fucking... Yeah, that's fine. Cart. The wagon? Yeah. 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 I think that it, it will have a problem keeping up if you walk with Walker, but yeah. Uh, right. But at this stage, we're not moving, so... Yeah, you're fine. And then when we start moving, I'll just see if I can... We'll deal with like, that. Tie there. him to it. Yeah. Tie him to the undercage. Sounds I'm like a later problem. You can direct the cannon to walk up to... Or climb up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space, provided it has legs. And he does. So... Yeah. It's just super slow. Speed. Yeah, it's at a 15-foot speed that he has to activate on his rounds or whatever. But So it's slow as fuck, but yes, you can... Yes. And I'm going to take... I'm going to... As soon as he makes can Walker one or two... Gonna, Walker has an eye. Does it... It doesn't I mean, act he would need you. to be able to be... I mean, he fires at shit, so he would be able to... You know, yeah, but, need to but be like, able Walker, to see. He has to have some sort of Walker perception. doesn't act on its own, right? That's the whole no. point. Gotcha. Yeah, does Walker point, yeah. just work off of Nine's target designation Basically, system? Nine yeah. just gives it like an IFF ping and it, it yes, responds? apparently, yeah. <laughs> Since Walker's laser designated. Yeah, if we want to make it that complicated, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, Ryan, we want this. Because then later, you can yeet a kiss Walker up into the air and then have it fire over a wall at something you've laser designated through a window. <laughs> it's not wrong. Yeah, works for me. Yeah, Walker yes. Walker walks under the fucking wagon and everybody uh, gets ready for Fucks off. a long night. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, like I say, I covertly grab one or two right after they, they live. And just you just immediately grab out. them by the mouths. Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I live. <laughs> yeah, I live. 
you, uh, you you look over and you see Vivaldi is talking to Foe, and Foe like glances over you and just kind of steps to make Vivaldi turn away from you guys. <laughs> just, and he's just like, <laughs> and then uh, put him in my put him in my cloak, and then I take him into the woods and I set them down where nobody can see them, and I go uh, in a tree so like something else can't find them or in a bush, and I go I go. Okay. I don't even make the sh sound. I just put the. This is an audio podcast, so he, he yeah. Yes, I put a <laughs> finger to my to my face in a shush motion, and then I nod at them and go and say, "Wait till we give some signal to show yourselves." They nod. Perfect. <laughs> I nod back at them, and then oh. I slink off. They start playing rock, paper, scissors. Sav is doing things, so there uh, does a head count and rests. With uh, Walker. Who had the second watch? That would be me, I'm presuming. Aderu, in the middle of the night, you hear... Actually, roll perception, but I believe you're going to hear enough of this because you're passive. All right, all right. Let me see if I can do the thing that I do, where I just point myself, but call it. I'm going to say it's a... Uh, I'm feeling 14. I'm feeling 14, but I'm afraid it's going to be my third eight in a row. You got this. It's a five. That's five. a ten. Yeah, so, Adero, uh, you hear almost too late, but just enough for you to, to, to run around and get a good glimpse. You hear the sounds of men going, get them now! And you hear a uh, quick gun go off. So everybody in the camp gets awoken. And then there is the large, unmistakable whoosh and boom of a fireball. And you see the four men that have caught up just tried to kill Vivaldi. Oh, shit. Got him. They tried. The smell of burning hair and meat can be smelled on one end of the camp near his wagon. Guys, we made him use a spell slot. Wow. Oh, fuck. Everybody who was asleep wakes up. Vivaldi brushes himself off, turns to the rest of the camp and says, Continue your rest. Everything is fine. And he goes back to his wagon, where he's sort of made a makeshift bed. So one of the dudes cast Fireball on Vivaldi? Fucking dope. Yeah, you wish. I do wish. I really do. He's a tiefling. He'd only take half anyway. Yep. Well, fuck. Adaru, your passive perception lets you know that they shot him. You see he's wounded. Well, I have a, I have a water skin that's not doing anything important. And I have a plan that's uh, it's gonna be bad for somebody. So what well, Adaru Isn't it empty? Has... Yes. Okay. And I'm going to fill it with this vial of poison that I have. Oh. Okay. And, uh, really now? Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I've had this vial of poison forever, and I've had this vial of antitoxin forever. And uh Jay, I don't like poisons in D D fifth. They're kind of they're kind of dumb. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. You want to do one D four poison damage to him? One time. Yeah. Nice. Or like for a minute or whatever. For a minute, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good job, bud. And then he gets the poison condition, right? No. No. Oh, no. Sick. He just has to roll every round for a minute, and he might take 1d4 damage, or so, he might not. So why do this, then? Because story points, bitches. Ooh. Oh. Fair point. Oh my god. He he used the thing for, like, how helpful thing. I've used it for helpful... Well, I've used it before. So so what are we... What is... <laughs> there it is. What is, uh... So what are you using like the story a, point for exactly? I would just like this to be a real poison, like a poisony, a poisony poison. I will let him be po use the poison condition, as Jeff said, which will give him disadvantage on like everything he attempts, and I will let it last for the day. 
for a story point. I'll, I'll make that trade. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. Cool. I'll, I'll take that hit. But but you do have to, like, get him to drink it. Yes. That, I have that, to, I have, yeah. Do I have to get it to drink it, or do I have to get him in his body? Fair, I guess. now he has a third hole that I can put it in. So, Derry, what do you do? It is important to note that that is often labeled on the poisons. But it's not labeled on my water bag, Jeff. And see, I have put the poison in my water skin. He's got you there. As anyone who's ever worked in a pharmacy knows, once you remove the label, all bets are off. <laughs> yeah, um, fucking, you're in for a ride. As anybody, as anybody who's any any aware of poisons may know, um, things that poison on wound more frequently than you think don't poison upon ingestion. You see, your body just breaks it down into useless junk. Ryan, go. Mitch's random fact. Ow! All right. So, yes, uh, Jeff, you are correct. In fact, most poisons that... Most poisons, actually, poisons and venoms only affect specific parts of the bodies with specific application methods. But the good news is the third hole he has isn't a mouth. It's a chest wound. So I am going to apply it to a wound. Oh, you're going to pretend to wash his wound with poison? Yes. Good luck. Hey, Ryan, remember that sexy spy music you used when oh, yeah. Reyes Foe had a tussle? Oh, yeah. It's time to start it again. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Deru? Yeah, so, um, Aderu, What the fuck do you do? <laughs> Aderu knows deep cover better than anyone else. And, uh, so he's got this wineskin full of poison. And he goes up to Foe. Do you require medical assistance? Start over. Why? You said Foe. Oh, okay. And he goes over to Foe. Do you require medical assistance? You look, uh, His scared. His name is Vivaldi! Are you okay? You look shaken. I know, the big fighter was scary. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Thank you so much. I was scared. Give me a kiss and I'll feel better. I give him I give him a kiss right in the forehead and I, I just hold it for a minute to let him know that it's okay. His horn pokes you in the cheek, but you like it. And then I and then I move to speak to Vivaldi. Yeah, okay. Vivaldi, you are injured, yes? From the shots? I am fine. Go back to your rest or your watch. Have you cleaned the wound? He he looks up and says, Of course not, it just happened. What the hell do you want? I have water if you wish to clean the wound. And Vanadero presents to him his water skin. It is not much, but it should be sufficient. So now I need to roll a deception check. Yeah, yes, deception, yeah. Uh, He just stares at you, like, levelly. I mean, he was just attacked. He doesn't trust people lately. Uh, Things aren't going his way. Roll deception. I'm gonna give myself advantage. No. I'm gonna aid him. How? (laughs) He stares at you. He stares at you. By wanting it to happen? The robot? (laughs) It's true! He stares at you, lovingly. There's, There's definitely water in there! (laughs) <laughs> roll, to sedu- roll to seduce. Vivaldi's just like, ah, shit, well, hi. All right, here. Um, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to let you know the stakes I- of this deception. The DC to beat is going to be... More than six. Fif- it's it's 15. It's more than Nine six. hands Adaru a very special apron. <laughs> oh, he can't resist the apron. Oh, no. Yes, yeah, it's the French maid's apron. apron. Um, so I would actually like to do something before I roll here. I would like to roll an insight to see his. You said I get the dead eye, right? Yes. Can I deter, do? I is it either immediately obvious, or am I able to roll an insight to determine like if he thinks I'm lying? Your uh, your passive is thirteen. Yeah. Now you you don't get the idea that Vivaldi does not trust specifically Aderu. You get the idea that Vivaldi just got shot. And you, you've you been watching Vivaldi unravel for the last day and a half. Okay. 
Uh, what, what role am I failing? Deception. That's a 15. I mean... I, I told you what the fucking roll was, so... It beat me! It beats, it beats, baby! It beats! I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. So squeaky. Like a so squeegee. Vivaldi stares at you for a long moment, and you've watched this man unravel. You've watched him... Like, think his plans have obviously not been going according to plan for a little while now. But Adaru has been surprisingly helpful for the past two weeks that you've known him. If any of you have ever had a job, fuck that guy. Yeah. But he reaches out and he takes your skin from you. And he's like, his what? That's horrifying. <laughs> yes, the whole skin. The wine skin. Come I guess on. I want to roll a new character, guys. I don't know. Yeah, he takes off your skin. Jesus Christ. Come on, He's please. Skinwalker. Learn context. You can context. fireball and flay. Go Yellow back to language arts. Nine might be okay. Go back to language arts. Learn context. All right, so he reaches out and he takes your wineskin, and he snatches it from you, and he says, How long have you had water? I found a small amount about one day ago when you sent me looking. Not enough for more than myself. I wondered why you are doing so well. Are you sure you do not want to be an Inquisitor, Adero? Perhaps it is something we can discuss more in Santitas. But I am of a clearer head. <laughs> Fair enough. Go and wake one of the men. Get your rest. Make them wash. I will wash myself, though. Thank you. And you watch as he starts to pour some of the of it in, uh, like into his his wound, which is like a stomach wound of some kind. It's like through his and side. What color is it? The poison. He used a story point. It looks clear. Quick ding. <laughs> Most synthetic liquids are actually clear. We color a lot of them just to make them discernible from each other. We will not add a complication as he pours poison into an open wound. Alright. The following morning, nothing else happens. Everybody gets up. And by morning, I mean it's well into noon. That's how I like my mornings. Yeah, afternoon, basically. Uh, You guys want to start getting moving as the sun beats down on everybody. In six hours, it will be dusk, and you will reach the river. Jay, is there a rock I can RP with before we actually move on to the story? I'm not sure if this is Mitch being He's gonna pee on it. Don't. Oh. He's yes. gonna pee on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, there's rocks. Sorry, here, let me, let me do a better one. Hey, uh, Jay, is there literally anything else I can do other than proceed to the main story? No. God damn it. No, Ga- you, goddamn gatekeeping you, DMs. Mitch has already added in two things that didn't need to happen, and one. So no. No, in fact, fuck you. See, this gatekeeping g- DMs are horrible. Get on the goddamn Gaslight train, Gatekeep. Mitch. Gatekeep. Gaslight Gatekeep Go Boss. What is this? You guys wake up, and you do not get attacked in the night. Yay. Well, now I'm just disappointed. Other than by your own men, who Vivaldi killed. Shame. Yes. Vivaldi and wakes up the next morning. that's why I don't want to tangle with him. And you guys start moving, and Vivaldi does not look good. For the first time, Vivaldi looks tired. Last thing that happened? Stick to the man. You guys, as you all clear the deer path that you have been following for several miles... You see before you the valley that cuts southwest to northeast, where the Celis River sits, the entire area blanketed by nasty weeds and dying grass. Or you would see it, if not for the thick cloud of angry mosquitoes. Acres of mosquitoes. So thick as to cut visibility to nothing. A thick fog of blood-sucking insects whose noise fills the valley with a vibrating drone. As someone who recently came back from camping next to two lakes in the summer, fuck you, Jay. You fucked up. 
Poor choice. Ten yeah. bites. Ten bites. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you did good. Yeah, not bad, honestly. Yeah, never mind. You, you <laughs> that could have been way worse. Yeah, that could have been way worse. You did fuck up, but you came out clean. Came out clean. So between us and water is Parvo. So uh, acres of uh, mosquitoes. So much so that you cannot see where you know the river should be. You're guessing up a hundred or so feet in front of you. So he just told us, like you know, approximately eight hours ago. Uh, make sure I put in a long rest just in case. Um, that we will be ambushed when we get to the river. So as we approach the river, I rolled a. Uh, mm, 22 for stealth. Okay. You're very stealthy. Very stealthy. Nobody knows where Reyes is. He's doing a stealth. For me, uh, where is Reyes actually hiding, like, in relation to the men? Um, in relation to the men, just, like, uh, off to one side. Like, uh, in the, they're in the deer, the deer path, as you said. Mm-hmm. I'm more on the brush. Okay. Um, so- even in, in a tree, if I can keep up. A good pace through trees. Yeah, so the trees sort of die off as you hit this river valley. Just a half while, as you guys come out of the deer path, a lot of the scrub brush goes away, and the only thing that you could hide in now is an acre of thick mosquitoes. And everybody comes to a stop. Mosquitoes. Looks like protein's back on the menu, boys. Why have we stopped? Uh, Aderu doesn't speak up. Just gonna let I'm gonna let one of the men say something. Everyone has been complaining that they are thirsty and we are not going to the river. Are you afraid of bugs? I am not sure we have a way to navigate through this mess. I cannot see the ground a hundred paces forward. It is it is strange. I have eyes, Aderu. You requisitioned my concern. I gave it to you. Why are we not going to get water? This has been everyone's concern for days, and you are stopped by insects in the air. I look for mud. Is there any mud, or is this all completely dry already? As you look around, you see that the ground, it, it didn't completely dry out, but where you're at, and I'm sure what you're going for is that this area should be damp. It is not nearly damp enough. In fact, you're trying to, f- it, it is weird that the mosquitoes are out. This is not the environment the mosquitoes should have been active in. It feels too dry. Do I find enough mud to coat my skin? No. Okay. Uh, you Do know I what? Find... Roll survival. The DC is a 25. 25? Well, let me just see if I can even do that. He okay. just starts I... smearing mosquitoes on his skin. Just smash them in my hands and smear them. Yeah. Like, a, like a paste. At least, at least here's the deal. If you want to get... It is a 25 if you don't walk into the mist of mosquitoes. If you go closer to the river, I'll drop that DC to 20. He waves a hand in the cloud and it comes out like snow. Just a handful of mosquitoes. Mm, yes. Um, Mosquito-roni. So all I could get is a 23. The Celis River Tree. If I rolled a nat 20, it's a 23. Nat 20 is a nat 20, my dude. I mean, you could try. Okay. Well, nat 10. Yeah, no. <clears throat> so 13. Yeah, no. You find no, you, uh, and, and with a nat 10, you also find no other way to try to get mosquitoes not to bite you nearby. Like, you know, a plant. Right. Or like sufficient dry dirt. Yes. Either. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is a bad, bad place for Reyes. <laughs> so I stay hiding in the bushes. I'm, uh, Reyes knows that this is unnatural, so. My question is, where is that middle management dickhead? Ryan, would you do the honors, sir? I, d- I don't know what you need, but... 
Well, I rolled a dice. Oh. And I need a I sound. don't have a live noise for that, but yeah. I will set one up for you. Sure. That's uh, that's going to be a nine total. The drone of the bugs is so loud that people have to speak up to be heard near one another. You don't see any sign of the druids or the shifters. So, the one thing I can roll well, apparently... Oh, wait, I have advantage. Nope, I didn't think I'd do any better. The one thing I can roll well is perception, and I rolled 22 perception. You think that you see forms, a handful, not many, moving out in the cloud of bugs. You also think that you see what looks like pillars out there, like maybe a tree trunk, but it doesn't look like the full tree, which is very odd. But there, there do seem okay. to be things standing, like standing narrowly. Uh, you see them in the in the cloud. Okay. But other, um, otherwise, it's damn near like a fog, like a thick fog. So like. But I think I see some forms. You see m- something, yeah. Moving. Every once in a while, you see like a patch of bugs will swirl and like something. It doesn't add up, or something that looks like it moved weirdly. Could I shoot at it with disadvantage? Yeah, you could. Uh, I'm going to wait until, like, I'm going to give it a little bit, but if nobody does anything, just going to shoot at these forms. Or if somehow they move into a better perceivable area. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I could do investigation, too. I'm good at that. Yeah. Uh, options guy. Options guy has bad... Ba- sorry. Bad options guy has bad options. And uh, bad options guy is going to start by lighting his torch. And see if the smoke and the heat will sort of stave off the swarm a little bit. There you go. I swear I'm not a pyro. I'm just low level and I have very few options. They're all centered around pyro. If the answer isn't arson, then I don't know what the question is. <laughs> Drowning. So you you light a torch, Mitch? You make as much smoke yeah. as you can? Yeah, I light a torch and uh, I just see if that has any effect on it. As you step forward, you watch that the... the uh, the mosquitoes do not like the smoke. It does get them to move away from you. Uh, it's not ideal. It, you know, they still might bite a little bit, but y- they part essentially around a Daru. But a Daru takes like five feet into the swarm, and everybody else just watches that swarm close around behind him. And now you just see like the faint glow of his torch. It just gets dark. Yes, it is thick. Oh, neat. But you are in a little bit of an eye of the storm, so to speak. Uh, as you do that, two of the men fail will saves, and they move forward with you because they are thirsty. Like frat boys at a sorority house. They are looking for water, <laughs> my dude. Oh, man. Looking for a drink. Like, looking for a drink. Yes. So two men, you hear them smacking and moving forward, and they go, We need the water. What? Wait, Adaru, what are you? And uh, they kind of move through, toward your torch and uh, link up with you. Um, shit. <laughs> I keep a beat on. I keep a beat on the forms that I saw. I may not be able to see them well, but I have the gun out. With sure. hands one of them the torch, and he pulls out his blanket, and he wraps his uh, he wraps his blanket around the blade of his sword, and he lights it with the torch, and there it moves forward. Okay. So we have we have improvised sword torch, not the uh, not the stag tor- not the stag sword, the the basic sword. Rask, your 22 perception, you see one of the forms that you think was a person, something that moved wrong. You feel like it stepped out from one of the little pillars, and you hear over the top of the buzz and whine of the insects a different noise. Similar, but the wrong pitch. Does Rask say anything in this split second? Does Rask say anything in a split second that he has? 
What's the sound sound like? It takes you a second because you haven't heard one in a long time, but it sounds like a sling. Um, no, but Reyes shoots. Okay, roll. And then roll initiative, everyone. This is a disadvantage? Yes. Fuck me. We talked about that. Too sticky. Um, well, I rolled an 18. Then, Ooh. I had to roll again. Ooh. Isn't that one? Okay. Uh, yeah, you, your shot goes off, uh, and this, the whining sound of a wound-up sling ceases, and one of the men next to Adaru takes a rock to the goddamn head. Sucks to suck! What's everyone's initiative? 17 plus 3. Dirty 20. 15 plus 3, 18. All right, Mitch, you want initiative. What do you want to do? Uh, so homie took a rock to the face. Yes. And, uh... He seems to be alive, but he doesn't look good. Only reasonable response here is to, uh, to tell other homie, go for your head and return fire. Okay. But I don't have a sling, so I'm going to use my sword to light and huck an oil flask, um, over there. Okay. I will say that you did okay. see where it came from. You've got that dope passive perception. It's like one of those things you're good at. I will let you roll yeah. with disadvantage, but I'm going to up his AC by a little bit and give him cover. Fine. Fine, I won't matter. Perfectly balanced. As all things should be. Is it a 1 in 20? Yeah. Uh, you throw <laughs> that fucking thing, and uh, <laughs> one of the things, even though it's a net one, I'll give you something with this. Uh, it, it's going to hit something closer to you than you expected. You hit one of those weird pillars that Rhea saw, and when the light hits it, uh, the whole hole that you sort of punched through the, the bugs as they flow away from your fire, you see that it hits what looks like a tall anthill. Fun. Oh, fucking Fred's around here somewhere. What? Uh, the, uh, the pangolin. They're anteaters. <laughs> he's having a great time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Didn't even... Hey, fun fact, he's, I didn't think of that. He's probably not on task. I didn't think of that. Yeah, he's gonna be at disadvantage. He's very distracted. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not on task at all. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah. Uh, Stop eating and fight them. Nice. Sorry, guys. Hey, Jeff, since you seem to be on this, make, give me a fire thing, since we're going to add a lot of fires, apparently, to this map. That's all I've got. Yeah, so and, uh, do you move? Do you do the was going to shift. Perfect. Number nine. So my issue here is that I'm still technically playing dead. We didn't give me, like, <laughs> like, am I, should I, am I cool to just act? Should I, what do you think, do guys? We don't care. Do, do what nine would do. You do you, boo. You do, fuck. Yeah, you know, you did say that uh, I should think for myself. So yes. mine is going to spring into action here and obviously sees all the bugs around and is well aware that they will not attack her, but will attack everybody else. So I am going to uh, open this door. Is that an issue? I don't think it would be an issue if it tried to be. Okay, fantastic. Because it's just wood, right? You guys don't yeah, care? Yeah, it's like a last wooden <laughs> I'm gonna, cage. I'm going to literally break through the cage and yeah. then I'm going to grab... I'm gonna duck under and grab Walker. Sure. Um. The uh, you are a loader bot. These ropes were not designed to hold you, and they didn't think you were on. So nobody like yeah. worried about it. The cage springs open. Uh, let's say to the to the west. That's the way the door is aimed. And you step out, and you immediately hear Vivaldi yelling in the background of whatever you're doing. That being said, you are out of the cage, and you are on the move. What do you do? Coming out of my cage. Sure, it'll be fine. I'm gonna go grab. <laughs> I grab Walker and I'm gonna wade into what I think is the middle of uh, all the mosquitoes. Okay. Uh, can I see? I can see Adaru, I imagine to my right. If I yeah, walk straight, yeah, you can straight. still see where he is because he's holding a torch. Okay, I'm gonna walk toward him and 
from his torch. I'm going to stand there and I'm going to catapult Walker to my right as he uh, activates his flamethrower. That is in a 15 foot cone. Goddamn. And my <laughs> uh, my catapult is 60 feet. Sweep and clear. OK, so you want it to go sort of north uh, west here? I would okay. like to entirely clear out that side of the map of mosquitoes. No, oh, Also, I imagine anything that is in that path is going to get fucked up a little bit. It's a lot of fire, my man. Wow, well done. As the fire shoots out and clears, like, you just watch the mosquitoes that don't get caught in fire sort of disperse a bit for this round, right? You just watch as the whole thing opens up, and you realize that between you and the river is an ant colony, multiple ant colonies. And they are the kind of ants that build towers of sandstone. And that is where they have picked their battle to fight you. As you look and you see this weird maze of towering pinnacle-like mounds, these spires, some of them are nearly 15 feet at the base. And they are using these for cover. Wow. How tall are they? Uh, the top, the, like, the bigger ones are taller. They can get up, they seem to be get up to about 20 feet tall. Yeah, normally they'd be like one to five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I need to worry about Walker hitting one? <laughs> Oh, no, he fully stops toward the back as he hits one. That's okay, cool. <laughs> and you get a glimpse of a large ursine figure, like some sort of... They might, they're about as tall as nine. They're covered in fur, and you watch them kind of duck behind one of the larger pillars as you see a, a smaller, quicker shifter run and duck behind God another pillar. It, Theodore. And Adara, you also get a look at these. These are the same two shifters that chased you before. Yeah. It's Theodore and Sandslash. Yes. Cannon. It's their names. <laughs> it's their names. Write them down. Uh, Teddy. Reyes, what do you Teddy do? Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear. Get it. Yeah, I got it. What do I do? Yeah. Easy. I shoot at the first thing that looks like it's not friendly. You just fired. Then I reload. Uh, point one and point two are holding an action. Okay. So yeah, you run up and you put your back to one of these fucking ant hills and start reloading your rifle. Uh, anything else? No. Okay. What action did point one and point two have prepared? They're waiting to fire upon Vivaldi if he takes uh, any action towards nine. Fucking great. Okay. It is now. You wanna do a treason? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so you guys dispersed all these bugs. But the bugs get a turn, and they go ahead and they move what, 5, 10, 15, <laughs> 20. Okay. So as you, as hey, you guys within, watch, and Within my the, wall of flame, I imagine something's caught fire. Should we disperse these little fires? Sure. The ground is on fire wherever you, you see fit. Okay. You guys watch as the cloud swoops back in. The man who got hit by a slingstone gets swallowed up by the swarm of mosquitoes again. And you hear him start to cry out. Yeah, it's going to take a while, but Walker is making his way back to me. Yeah, yeah that happens. 15 feet every round. So the uh, the bugs no longer give a shit about the flames? So the bugs swarm back in and stop just shy of you guys with your torch. Cool. Okay. All right. Adari, what's your armor class? Uh, 17. I'm not equipped shield presently. A slingstone whizzes past your head. The guy next to you gets hit by a second slingstone. He dies this time. God, that, oh, that shit. He's having a rough day. The guy holding the torch, he drops his torch. The bugs quickly move into his space. 
I tried. Uh, I tried. Nothing else happens. The men start taking rank and getting ready. Vivaldi starts calling out orders. Get ready, men. If nine tries to run, shoot her first. And then they make a line of dudes, and they just sort of hold for Vivaldi's call. Fire on my command. What does Adira do? I gotta go talk to a guy about a thing. Uh, so I, I saw Sandslash and I saw Theodore, but uh, no, no, uh, no intel on middle management, right? Uh, yeah, no. That was what I, what I said. You said you see nothing else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Um, well, they're they're over there. Sukul's a little jack. Uh, they're just going to move forward and just follow the fires towards the uh, deeper into the engagement zone. So you just move up to take cover behind one of the anthills. Yes. Okay. You can move your guy. Do it. Um. Just go deeper. Just go deeper. Sure. And I'm uh, faster, or whatever. So I, I move faster, or whatever. Yeah. Put put your guy wherever he goes. That that's it. Okay. Nine. It's your turn. I mean, obviously there are guys out here. We kind of saw glimpses of them. Can I yeah. have, can I roll like a perception to get an actual bead on the people out there? Yeah. As a fourteen plus one. Yeah. You have a you have a vague idea that they are to the northwest of you. You've seen where the the last couple of sling stones have come, and you know that they are currently hiding behind, behind a couple of things around where Walker dropped. Though you can't see Walker anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Can I walk amongst these pillars and cast... Can I not? Can I take a bunch of them out with Thunderwave? You're not going to like this answer, though you will like this answer. You can try anything. All right. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I will head forward and try to... Uh, so, like shout I out said, to Veronica. Take out a bunch of those. Yep, shout out. Go watch. Listen to Cthulhu and Friends. What's the plan? Uh, I'm going to try and take away some of their cover. Okay. I'm going to move forward to... There's a nice fat cluster in the middle there, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. That is uh, a 14 con save, but, you know, they're fucking mobs. Yeah. 15-foot <laughs> uh, cube. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Uh, so they all crumble. Uh, out of them, poor ants. Yeah, Aderu, you are near that, correct? I was say, I don't. I didn't see. I didn't see nine move. I'm assuming that's over by me, since I'm also near the giant cluster of things. Yeah, the closest cluster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she's still on the map. I'm sorry. Yeah, they they collapse and a bunch of ants start pouring out. They seem to be big, but not like, uh, not kaiju, nothing like that. They're, you know, it's a magical world. There's big ass ants. Let me tell you, but in the real world, there's some big ass ants. Yeah. Do they uh, make a Constitution saving throw? <laughs> uh, a lot of them die, but no ants pull out of the pour out of the hole. Okay, and um, that Walker comes toward me, and that's my turn. Did I hit anyone other than the mounds? No. No. Okay. Not where you currently are. So that's Nine's turn. Yep. Risk. Yeah. So you see Sand Slat. You see one. It is oddly shaped. He's a humanoid figure. He has spines shooting out of his back and big, wicked, clawed hands. It's like something you've never seen before. This is terrifying. I'm going to shoot it till it's dead. It's not at disadvantage, but it does have a higher AC due to cover. Okay, fantastic. Well, let me tell you what, that high AC probably won't do very good for it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because that's 24. Fuck. Okay, uh, roll damage. I certainly will. Oh, the, the, oh wait, so slash. what was the... Oh, yeah, no, I gave you a, shit, a fucked up range because you have the sniper rifle. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. 10. Hey, good job. I did 10 damage with 46. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he's the, he's the, the weak one though. Um, yeah, you watch him get shot and he ducks, but like you, it's a guy who ducked behind a pillar because that's the only thing he could do in that situation. 
you don't think he's gonna be very happy or want to continue a fight. Perfect. Oh wait, do I get do I get sneak attack on that too? Fucking yes. I do. Yeah, you do. He dies. Don't don't roll dice. He dies. If you have okay. sneak attack, he dies. Hey, hey, he gets saves. He gets death saves. Yeah, he dying. He dying. Yeah, he goes down. Uh, fuck, Reyes, do you move? Um, do I know that there is another one that I out there that I could potentially shoot at? Uh, not from your position, no. But do I know that there is another one? You've seen I- more than one person move out in the out in the okay. mosquitoes. Yeah, I'll move my range and try to stealth, and then I'm gonna hide. Well, that's not great. Twelve. Your stealth is a twenty-two. I, I oh. I'm not doing this. Okay, yes, perfect. <laughs> your stealth is twenty-two. If you take the hide that's action, great. it will continue to be twenty-two. Um, Sick. Because that's just the environment you're in. Yeah. All right. So- I love it. Rayesk. Ah, so yes. Uh, after Rayesk shoots Pangolin Man, Mr. Sandslash, the only man with a speaking role in the shifters other than Kalith so far. Uh, everybody down here gets covered in mosquitoes. We You hear Vivaldi and the men lay out a cry uh, as mosquitoes descend on their position. Mine smiles. Mm-hmm. If, you, if she could, you know. The bad news is if they don't get out of there, even if they survive, it's highly unlikely they're going to be able to lay down any firing cover. That you would hope for. I didn't assume they were going to. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I hope they were. maybe it didn't not sound for like you, they were bro. going to. It sounded like he said, if nine does anything, shoot nine and then left it at that. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. Rask, a wall of mosquitoes surrounds you. Okay. But I'm near the fire, so it's not like. Near, yeah. On. Yeah. No, they come around you. Uh, it's just going to be a plain old. They don't quite block your vision, but it is a swarm of insects, which has attack rolls and shit. So that's going to be... Sick. Love that. Love that for me. Uh, a, a, a dog shit roll, uh, and the fire really does help, so you don't get attacked. Uh, they, 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 they don't like the fire because they rolled a 10. Sick. Took, took the wind out of my own sails. That's going to make oh, yeah, it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so, nine. A dare also, roof. Scary Vivaldi's in there, so we'll Sup. see what he decides to do in that swarm. Nine, you watch. Yeah, ants ain't great. Yeah. Ants ain't great. Not stoked. Nine, you watch. You see through the a couple of pillars, you see the large bear form start to move. And he comes around the corner, sees you, and goes the other way. Like, full on sees you, and you watch him turn around and go the opposite direction. Full no. Hi! <laughs> I love this speaking role. Best. It is. It's very good. Uh, and Theodore's the best. Adaru. Yeah. I need you to roll a con save. God damn it. You know I'm not good at rolls that involve dice. Yes. Yeah, the only rolls he's good at are dinner. I am good at dinner rolls. I can put so many dinner <laughs> 14. 14? Yeah. Hey, man, I got a 10. I'll take it. All right. You save. Top, you top are yeah, uh, a swarm of bugs appears magically out of nowhere. It's similar to the mosquitoes, but these are not Wait. the swarm of mosquitoes. They appear all Mad. over you. They're not ants? No, not yet. That's a different thing. Uh, oh, okay. A, a cloud of mosquitoes just pops did into that a- motherfucker just give me fleas? Yes, he did. You take five poison damage because you saved. So yeah, you take five damage from poison and you resist the urge to move away from these bugs. Well, you let me know when it's my turn because I got shit to do. Well, it is your turn because- Nice. Uh, ants? The guy's down. Yeah, ants, bottom of the round. These ants are going to move to get you. So these ants, they, they, they split, and some of them crawl all over fucking nine, because nine's the problem, and then the other half moved to, to you. Uh, once again, going to roll that check. 
This one, that one hits you this time. Uh, you take five piercing this damage as it bites you. Of, God damn. A lot of sci-fi, and it doesn't seem like the ants can damage you. I was gonna, gonna, I was wondering. Circuitry, and we'll see. Just gonna make it go, and you're gonna be like, that's what I've we'll learned. We'll What's your AC? Moment. Nine. Uh, seventeen. Same. Uh, they don't hurt you yet. Okay. They do bite at you, but it doesn't seem to have any effect because they didn't really like it. Still don't like it. This is gross. This is gross. This is gross. This is gross. Adara, it's your turn. Yeah, I got shit to do. Uh, so ahead of me is a. Uh... You mean you've got shift to do? No, I already shifted. <laughs> ahead of <laughs> me is uh, a handful of pillars, and uh, Theodore is over there somewhere, and so is Sandslash. Yes. And uh, I've been shot a lot. That's that's not good times, and I know that Seth is a real good shot, so I'm gonna do the most despicable thing humanly possible. Uh, there is going to move his 40 feet up between the pillars to obscure his line of sight, and he's going to kneel down to Sandslash, and uh, he's going to plead to him, Please, brother, I've been needing you to be taking the brother and going. You ain't been walking away from this. There's only been more where that's coming from. I need you to be taking him to leave. It's ain't a quarrel. It ain't been needing with you. And, uh, I'm going to give him a health potion. Okay. Roll me persuasion. And that's my whole round. Roll me persuasion with advantage. <sighs> I've never been shot before. <sighs> Fuck, it's too dark. I can't see my dice. 18. Uh, as you come around that corner, you also hear the bear shifted go, Adaru! And you hear him thumping around a corner. I don't know if I can convince him to stop, but I'll, I'll leave. Then be taking yourself to clear. Okay. Uh, you, it's not his turn yet. But, uh, yeah, he, he nods. He, he takes the potion, clutches it tightly, and he just, he nods at you, like, with his eyes wide. And there's going to use his last five feet of motion to step over Sandslash so that he is now covered, shielding him from additional fire and uh, also hiding from Theodore, because I don't fucking want to run with that. that. That's Bear Bro. He, he big, he smash. I don't want to. And he yells out to the men, Everybody forward into where fire is. They will not go where the fire is. And uh, that is the end of my turn. Okay. Yes, I did just countermand Vivaldi in his face. Number nine. Again. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, I'm actually going to go toward Adaru. Still, I'm going to try and still keep somewhat close to him. And uh, okay. this is also going closer to uh, my boy, Walter. 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 Walker. Walker. Walker is also coming near me. We should be in range of each other at this point. Yeah, you absolutely are. Okay. Uh, I am going to, from this position, I should be able to see our bear friend. Yes. I am going to shoot upon him with a light crossbow plus one. Okay. He has a little bit of cover from you, but yeah, you can do it. Okay. He's, you see him moving through some fucking anthills again. 13 plus six. That's a hit. That is a two plus four damage. Okay. For those of you who are bad at math, that's seven. How far is he? Don't, don't do that to me, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> how far from you is he? <laughs> like, like, can Walker hit him from where Walker is? I don't know what Ross Walker's range is. 50 feet? Uh, 15. No. <clears throat> okay. Then Walker will... Walker can hit the one that, that Adaru is protecting. Walker can shoot Adaru. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Walker will go toward Adaru, but not attack anybody. I already moved him 15 feet closer to you, like you said. Okay, so that's he's fine. kind of, that's fine. He's, he's out of walking range. Okay. Um, is that all you do? Yes. All right. Reyes, it's your turn. You have no line of sight on the bear mm. warrior. You see nine. Okay. You see that you can see what a Daru is doing. You see that he is standing over one of the men 
or one of the the shifters and talking to them. In front of. Yeah, in front of. Over. Protective. I'm going to move forward towards the next nearest pillar, uh, which would be in the same direction as Aderu, to try to get a line of sight on this bear character. His name's Theodore. Yeah, when you move, you do get a view of him, but it's not great. He's going to have what amounts to uh, full co- or three-quarter cover, whatever they call it. The be- the good one. The real good one. You can hit him, but it's not ideal. Got it. Well, hopefully he has shitty AC to begin with, because that's not a great roll. Does a 17 hit? Hey, you know what? No. No, because he gets a plus five, and he had a oh, 13. Oh, because cover. Yeah, because cover. Yeah, he has 18 AC with that cover. No. I was like, shit, that's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. So it, it near, you nearly hit him. It destroys uh, the one of the anthills that he's hiding behind, and it crumbles. Hell yeah. Well, then I hide, to be clear. Move, sure. shoot, hide. Move, shoot, hide. Move, shoot, hide. Got it. That makes it. Oh, all them bugs. What them bugs at? You hear cries and screams from down below as a bunch of dudes uh, take damage. And then, Adaru, you get... You still have a torch, right? Yeah. All well, right. flaming sword, sort of. Once again... You are surrounded by mosquitoes, but you are in a little pocket due to your torch. Yeah. Quote, unquote, torch. Yes. Uh, Nine, you get surrounded by mosquitoes. You can't see anything. Yeah, I figured. It means nothing to you, though, because they are mosquitoes, and they do have no way of, like, fucking with you. As, like, Jeff mentioned earlier, they might be able to gum up your works, given enough time, but it ain't happening. But you can't see shit. Okay. Your new friend is going to roll persuasion. Uh, As this bear warrior runs around the side, your new friend, though, yells out, Theodore! That's canonically his name now. Theodore, no! Let's go! Let's get out of here! Aderu isn't our enemy. Sukol has bitten off more than he can chew. We should retreat. And the bear guy comes up short. And he looks at him, and he growls at him, and gets this weird look in his face, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it looks, to Aderu's untrained eyes, very similar to Reyes' reactions lately. Confused? Yeah, confused, frightened. But you watch him grab his friend by his hand and runs off into the mosquitoes. Can we, can we, can we disperse the mosquitoes? Please. As, uh, as you say that, let's see, how close are you guys to each other? They're close enough. Yeah, I'm not that far from them. Yeah, so, uh, Aderu... Nine. As nine yells that, plant growth erupts from the ground. I need you guys to roll a strength save. Or what? That's not what I meant! Or get entangled, bitch, as another druid spell erupts around Adara. It's kind of pissing me off. It's a five plus two. Uh, that's, uh, a twelve. Okay, yeah. Uh, hey, twelve meets beats, bro. Uh. <laughs> God, that is the most pathetic victory. You are not restrained. Nine, you are. As these yeah. plants erupt out of the ground and grab you. Uh, Adaro, you are free from restraint. Free to move about the cabin? Adaro, as you break free, you also hear the men moving closer to you, giving out shouts. It sounds like they're following your orders from before, trying to get closer to the flames. Adaro! Yes? Tell them to let me go! That one doesn't listen to me. That one is problem. Rayesk, from your vantage point, not, you know, completely covered in bugs, you notice that one patch of mosquitoes moves irregularly. That every time... Now that it's been a little while, every time Aderu has moved, that patch has mirrored Aderu's movements to keep him within range. Okay, so do I have eyes on it? Yes, you do. <laughs> now, Rask, it's not your turn, but you are the one who would see it. 
it is going to okay. be a Darius turn. Okay, yeah, I, I watched that. Um, hmm. So, I, do I know where water, which direction water is? North. Okay. Then, uh, I'm just going to continue moving north. Because I'm not going to find him in this shit. And he'll find me eventually. And, uh, I want to see if there's water. Because if there's no water here, we can just skedaddle. Are you going to leave me here? Um, as Nine starts yelling that, Can't you cut yourself free? If I could, would I ask? I don't know. So Adair is going to sigh dramatically. <laughs> fucking, fucking teenager. He's going to drop ten feet down to where Nine is, uh, cut Nine free with his sword, and then continue to travel north for the remainder of his movement. Thank you. So yeah, Adara, as you move north, one thing does sort of ring true to you. You have not seen Sukul, and these bugs, the fact that they keep trying to move back into place leads you to believe that they're definitely under his command and you know what his specialty is. Yeah. You do feel I, that if I, you want to- I know it's the yeah, tech bag. You're gonna probably need to beat him to get rid of the bugs. Yeah. But right now, uh, Adheru believes that there's no water here, too. He, he thinks that there might just be no water, and he's trying to establish that because if this is a pointless engagement, just don't. Yeah. So that's his current- operative plan. And he also believes that Sukul will come and fuck with him directly, eventually. Sure. Hey, what should we do? Get back to the men. Help them survive. Okay. I'm worried Vivaldi uh, might do something, though. Then cut his throat. And uh, Adair just keeps running. Okay. Nine, what do you do? <laughs> she cuts his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, Don't forget Walker. Don't forget Walker. Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> Walker, I mean, Walker could probably make it to me at this point, but I'm going to go scoop up Walker and I am going to head back toward um, the men and particularly Reyes. If so, I can yeah, see let, him even. No, yeah, you, you, you find Reyes, though the mosquitoes are thick around you. Uh, I'm going to say that this is a bit of a lull in a combat that will continue any moment, okay? I would like I would like to say, say that since Walker is in, like, flamethrower mode, does he have, like, I don't know, like a little, you know, bead of fire sitting right there to aid me with these mosquitoes, or is that just, am I just talking to my I ass? mean, you can just shoot it every round, yeah, right? Yeah, can't he just continue I could. I mean, it's a bonus yeah. action, but it seems unnecessary. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Fucking fire that shit. Kill bugs. All right. Sweep and clear, baby. Sweep and clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, raise Walker up as high as I can, and I'm just going to spin him in my hand and let him, Ray and let him spray a cone in a circle. <laughs> Coming through a cloud of mosquitoes comes just bursts of fire and stepping out of the clouds comes nine. Like I said, we're a little bit out of initiative at the moment. Okay. My head cannon was at nine, just puts Walker on her head like a, a miner's hat, and then he just spins in a circle like a, <laughs> with a flamethrower like a lighthouse, just torching everything in a radius. Fuck it. Wreck on it. I'm doing that. <laughs> Seeing Do me you... spinning through fire and mosquitoes is pretty good. Okay. As I head yeah, toward Reyes, I am a, a flaming whirling dervish. Neat. Um, can I make out a figure in the cloud that's moving? No, it's too thick. Dummy thick. In Absolutely fact. dummy thick. So thick we had to put K back in. Wow. <laughs> T-H-I-C-C-K. That's very good. K. Uh, shit. Um, if I can't make out where, like, you know, something to shoot in this cloud... Then let's check my old inventory. I will point out that you just fired anyway, so. It's true. I did just fire. Maybe I have something cool in my inventory. Why do I have a bomb? I have a bomb in my inventory. That's pretty cool. Did I make a bomb? Not that I'm aware of. 
We got bombs at some point. I think oh, that... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you removed it after using it, but you were handed some grenades earlier. Oh, Reyes I don't know used if I think we used it. I think we all got one bomb. Yeah. I don't okay. believe I did, because I wasn't like, I oh, yeah, you weren't supposed there. to go out, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I've got it, and I'm pretty sure I didn't use it before, then I'm going to use it now. Throw this fucking grenade at that big, 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 big bully. Big, 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 big bully. Okay. Uh, what What's the range that you can throw one of them, bad boys? Uh, I can throw it up to 60 feet. So, I take the grenade, and I move my 30 feet up towards uh, where 9 is, and I huck that thing to get it as close to the middle of this pile of insects as possible, with the assumption that hopefully the middle is the best place for something to be hiding. Okay. I want you to roll me a flat d20. It's a luck check, because that is a fairly tight radius in a big space. So... Just give me a flat d20. That's killer. That's a nat one. Oh, no. I'd like to use a story point. Okay. Ooh. It works. <laughs> <laughs> story point used. It works. It's no longer a nat one. It's a nat 20. You, 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 you see it go out there and you just know that fucking thing hit an anthill and then you hear the telltale crack that you've heard from several of the anthills when they like fall over and you can't see it but it now is in some sort of Rube Goldberg machine where it's bumping into anthills like dominoes and carefully being carried from the top of one anthill to the top of another anthill and then it slowly gets deposited at the feet of Sukol who takes how much or needs to roll what save? Uh, A DC 12 dexterity save. Fuck. Stupid. He has to roll an are you shitting me save. As uh, as you wait for the Rube Goldberg machine to finish, your phone goes off. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> Damn it. Nine checks hers. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Yoonphone. Here's a commercial for one of the many products that you can find through the Yoonphone right now. It's a wild, hard world, and there's so much to do. Do you know what you need? You need more do. Do you know how to dress for success? Marmot do. Do you know how to navigate the woods? Marmot do. Do you know how to find water in the desert? Marmot do. Do you know how to take down a cat bear with a sharp stick? Marmot do. Do you know what kind of underwear to fight a dragon in? Marmot do. Do you have eternal life? Marmot Marmot do. Do you want to score more bards than a tavern winch? Marmot do. Do you know how to balance a bank ledger? Marmaduke. When you need to live your life to the extreme, do like a Marmaduke and Marmaduke. Not intended for human consumption. Not intended for orc consumption. Not intended for elf consumption. Not intended for orc consumption. Not intended for kobold consumption. Not intended for goblin consumption. Not intended for gymnastic consumption. Not intended for devil consumption. Not intended for... Ah, fuck. It, you can get it. Not intended for medicinal purposes. Available now. So, yeah, as that goes off, Storypoint saved it. You hear a curse as... What's the save that he needs to get? Dex what? A, a DC 12 dex save. Fuck. You hear a curse. Uh, how much damage? Um, hold on. I have to check on something really quickly. Does a bomb count as a ranged weapon? Yes. No. No, don't say it. They'll hear you. It's like... Why? Well, because it was 10 if he fails. But if you add on my 2d6... You do not get sneak, sneak attack, attack with a bomb. No. Says ranged weapon. Yeah, except for you don't... No. 
<laughs> no, no, I'm saying no to that one. No, fuck off. All right. Well, you're lucky it hit. We already. <laughs> you're right. Though technically, I had advantage that I didn't roll because I was hidden. Okay, that's fine. But because I've been it, forgetting it, to roll advantage. No, this just whole just time. roll bomb damage. I'm not giving sneak attack with a grenade. No, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> that's fair. I'm not mad at that decision. Fuck off. Uh, anyways, it's ten. It's ten. ten fire damage. You hear a curse and Rask. Yeah, you watch the in the center a bunch of mis- just these bugs just disappear, and this thing just sort of bolts up from there, uh, heading in the same direction as a Deru has been walking. Hell yeah, I did great. So proud of myself. Um, that's my whole turn. Uh, no, I hide again. I guess. Deru, looking for water, baby. You make it. We're, like I said, we ended a period. We ended a period that was vaguely not. Uh, Initiative. Combat. Yeah, yeah, vaguely not combat. So you had a couple of rounds. We're going to say that you step through the cloud of bugs. You move about 80 feet north, and you start to feel a decline. And then you realize that your feet are now on caked, dry earth. The way it, the bottom of a river starts to look when it is completely dried out. And you do step into a muddy patch, but you realize with certainty that that mud is all that is left. Of the Celis River in this area. Yep, everybody's fucked. Then, yeah, I'm just gonna turn and head back to uh, head back to where the men are. Okay, as this you do a, that, if, if this is an inescapable engagement and there's there's not a wind condition here, then we are going to make one. As you turn around, Sukol is there. Fuck it, final. Adaro. Yes. I gave you a chance. I told you I'd be speaking with the ones above you. The ones of you, Matron. The ones of you making real decisions. Doof and Throot are dead. But you knew this already. You're wrong. They're dead, Aderu. There can't be a way. You're mistaken. I checked yesterday. You knew this. You set nah. this up. Nah, there cannot be a way. That platoon of half-inbred, uneducated, unwild-like folk. All They're dead. You're just trying to get me to be following what you be saying. Does Adaru wish to deny this, or would Adaru like to roll insight? Um, yes. That is an insight of 18. To Adaru's horror, Sukol seems to be saying this in complete earnestness. Something went wrong to the West. And as that dawns on you, Sukol begins casting a spell. It's going to be a note, Captain. I don't let him cast a spell is what I do. Uh, we can um, tell you what. We will pick the round up. We will roll initiative. I'm not going to change initiative, but we will determine whose initiative we were on at the beginning of this. How about that? Okay. Sound good? Sure. What'd you get? Fucking six. Fuck, man. <laughs> what is, what's your total? Six. Okay. I rolled a three. I had three. Go first. She rolled a four. Are you, f- are you fucking shitting I me? I rolled a three, Mitch. Don't make me talk about my luck being worse than Mitch's. I can't take it either. Sukol begins to cast a spell, but Aderu is a very swift person. So go. Uh, that is that is true. Um, Aderu is going to rage and uh, bring his shield to bear and just charge forward and shield bash her. Okay. Roll and just try to slam her right into that pillar behind her. Do it. We're going to make it reckless because I'm raging and why not? Yeah. And I've been maxed for a reason. That's fine. Is her AC the higher than 23? No. Oh, no. 
So they're just shield checks her backwards into this pillar. Um, and I am raging, so that, that does things. The last time you tried to swing at a member of the circle, your sword actively worked against you. Yeah, I ain't using that fucking thing. You're not using it at all. Then don't worry about Fuck it. Fuck no. It betrayed me. At your Magic hip, reindeer fucked me. As you move to fight, the sword gives off a moon-like light at your hip. But you're not wielding that sword, so go. Uh, I just yell back. I yell at the sword. You cannot be trusted as I smash her into this column. How much damage? Uh, that's going to be... It's nine damage and one necrotic. And I'm doing a rage. As you collide with Sukul, your dungeon master will use a story point. Oh, fuck you. As you collide with Sukul... Oh, what an ass. Sick, you, I still haven't used the last one. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> you run... You, cru you crush her against this pillar, this anthill. And it cracks and crumbles, and she goes backwards over what is left of it, stumbling and falling prone in a pile of ants. Angry ants. Who do what ants do when they're attacked, when their home is attacked. Sukul screams and goes down. And she does not scream for long because she was already very hurt by a bomb and a deru. And she takes all the damage necessary. Unless a Deru gets involved, she dies. Um, a Deru would like to get involved, but the Deru doesn't know what to do here. Uh, a Deru is just going to, like, grab her by her limbs, whichever two are closest, and just frisbee Yidikus her away from the ant pile. <laughs> Um, like like those like those clutch videos where the dude like grabs the kid by the back of the shirt and like yeah. the leg and just yeets them into a bush when they're about to get hit by a car or something. Sukol's death is something. uh is almost an allegory or metaphor for much of what Adaru was going for as nature kills her and Adaru tries to help and makes it worse. <laughs> hey, she she tried to help. Pinwheels and does not get up. After you try to throw her from the ants. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Sukol, the, the moment you throw her and she hits the ground, the mosquitoes in the area disperse. And you, the buzzing diminishes and moves further away and goes off into the wind. Uh, Adair is going to have a chat with his sword. Uh, Nine and Rayesk realize that they are not far from Adairu. As the bugs get, go away, you realize that you're only a handful of yards from what just went down. Uh, head his way. Yeah. I I would like I would like to have used the story point to watch to watch the whole thing go down. <laughs> sure. Do you want to use it for that? Sick. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll hit the button. <laughs> um so there is gonna kneel over her to like sort of check her. And that it doesn't look good. And uh there is gonna grab the, the sword, the magic sword. And pull it out aggressively. And he's just gonna, he's just not quite yelling at it, but very sternly. Can I say I don't believe you're not to be doing nothing good for nobody? You're gonna be helping or nay? And, uh, just like, is staring at the sword, like, you know, do something, bruh. Uh, the sword. Do, do sword stuff. The sword shines again with that light that you saw from the scabbard, uh, more clearly now that you've picked it up. Uh, and there's no response, nothing stops at the moment. But it flares up in a way that, for whatever reason, gives you the idea that it will talk to you later. What a dick. Adaru's 
Is this someone important? I kind of expected it to know what I mean, but yes, they were. Uh, I would like to kneel down at them and make a medicine check. Sure. There are burns, there are a lot of bug bites, and a deep slash that has necrosis along the edges of the flesh. It looks like this body, where the wound is, has started to rot like it's days old already. But that wasn't the cause of death. The cause of death seems to have been uh, shock and poison from bug bite. And a ruptured skull. <laughs> and a severed C6. <laughs> and, yeah, uh... <laughs> it, it's hard to tell what exactly caused the ine- the inevitable death. But, uh, yeah, no, it... No, it just starts printing out a fucking list like a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, it is, a, a... it is a laundry list, but it's... Um, she's, she's very recently deceased. Uh, it's an 11 plus 3... Obviously, I learned all that anyway, but um, yeah, I'm still going to put a hand up to Walker on my shoulder and turn his eye to the green one. But I know um, probably nothing. There is going to interrupt when he sees Walker switch to green. I appreciate it, but that is done. Nature has spoken, and there cannot be nothing good for me to be blown your cover like this. I'm sorry, Daryl. Things get complicated from here. I broke out. Yeah, that's probably going to be bad. Can you not claim some sort of automatic override? Say it was a sort of guard dog thing? We could try. Your master was in danger. I I don't know. How do you work? I don't know if he'd go for that, because I kind of already renounced him, in a way. But we can try. There's also the issue of the fact that many of these men will die. Without the water, that was here. I mean, he, do- he does still need me, I guess, for that door, so... He won't kill you. No. He will deactivate you. Which I am uncertain how different that is. Just for how long? I cannot say. Let's Nine. just go. Maybe, maybe he'll be happy that, uh... Nine! We saved him, maybe? Yeah? Nine. What? I have it here. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to look like I I have her held, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna get up close and go go with it. Sure, Seth. Here we've got her. Put nine back in the cage and make sure it is latched properly this time. Yes, sir. He glares at Adaru for the first time, and he says, "Go find out what is wrong with the river now." Uh, Adair just kneels down and loots through whatever Sukul has. It doesn't turn around to face Vivaldi, he just says, Yes, of course. Sukul is bearing a staff of swarming insects. <laughs> Ew. Is that, a, is that an item item? or? Yeah, a... it is a magic item. So you pick up her staff, and do you go look into figuring something out? Yeah, I gotta help out my guys. Sure. You walk away from this fight... Uh, and so Adaru doesn't have to think about it. Adaru has a task, and it doesn't take long for you to figure, like, you know the druids, you know their ways, and you find a path leading up the river, only a mile or so from this location, that travels uphill into, like, this, uh, this bluff, sort of, on top of everything, that it looks like people could have watched what happened down in the valley. And, uh, your assumption is that this is where Dulf and Thrud would have been waiting had they still been here. It is obvious. Yeah, they're overlooked. Yeah, there are claw marks, there are footprints all over of shifters that you recognize, like you recognize Kalith's prints and stuff. 
And most importantly, you see rune circles of the ritual magic that they perform up on top of this bluff that Dulf and Thrude carefully worked on on a wall and like mirrored on the wall and on the floor are runes. Uh, roll me a let's call it a nature check. I pee on it. Do you? I mean, no. <laughs> that, depends on how, that depends on how bad this roll is. <laughs> oh man, I do have a minus one in nature. I might. That's an 18. 18. Fucking A. Right when I need them. So, uh, Adero, you realize that these runes, whatever magic was fueling them, is largely gone. Uh, which doesn't bear well for what Sukal told you. Because if this is rune magic that you've seen them do, they should work for a while. Uh, you realize that these spells had the double effect of causing the clouds to disperse and for winds to be high and all of the water that should be coming, the rain that should be coming, has been stopped, for your guessing, from your keen eye, for months. And that's how they stopped the river. But with an 18, you also know that with no druids around, it's as easy as wiping the runes away. Are these, like, inscriptions, or are these actual things? Uh, it's carved into the rock. Okay, okay. There doesn't really know what he's doing, so he goes with the, I guess, just fuck it up technique. Sure. He just, uh, he takes out his python. Yeah. And he just starts sort of chipping at stuff until until things happen, or until he thinks things should happen, or, you know. It, it doesn't take much to fuck up a rune. They've almost created their own per, per little minor druid circle. You feel the nature energy just flush out of it as the rune gets broken, and almost instantaneously in the distance you hear thunder crack. And down below in the valley, you watch all the men look up as clouds start to appear in the sky, and all the rain that has been held back by druidic magic starts to fall on the grateful faces of the platoon. Hey Tavern Goers, thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayesk, Ryan Santos as Number 9, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. 
If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. Uh, hello? Risk? I have a question for you. Do you want to do a treason? We can do it if you like. We can kill a man. We can shoot a man. Or stab him with a knife. I don't I don't know any more of the song. Or I would have sung more than the song for you. And uh, Jay, I recorded that just to make sure you'd have that. Yeah. I, I know when gold is. I, I know what gold is. <laughs>